Hey guys, uh, good evening. Uh, welcome to another episode of our I'm Hope um, podcast. Um, just a reminder, we started this uh, podcast um, simply to uh, create a platform for um, individuals to share their stories um, from two different angles. One, um, obviously, if you've uh, been through it or currently going through um, mental health um, illness at the moment and the second is those that have been uh, supportive of others and how it's impacted them so um, just to give two different angles on that uh, also a reminder if you are someone that is struggling at the moment um, we do have helplines that, that are going to be available at the end of this um, this episode um, which you can contact as well so uh, tonight um, honestly, we're pretty honoured and privileged to get a, a special guest from over in Australia, but obviously um, was brought up here in New Zealand. So I'm really looking forward to uh, jumping on and um, hearing all about it. So um, without further ado, um, I'll let you, Jerry, uh, jump straight in there, man, and um, introduce yourself, and then, and then we'll crack on from here. Oh, uh, first of all, thanks for having me, though, eh, Ty? Um, pretty honoured for this because it's a great platform to start talking about this um, situation. And, um, yeah, thank you. Um, but, yeah, so if for anyone who doesn't know me, um, I'm Jerry. I was born in Philippines, grew up in New Zealand, uh, and then five years ago I moved to Australia. And, uh, yeah, probably the most memorable thing that I've done recently is I did Survivor. And, yeah, I did all right. In that, in that show. <laughs> what, a, what a humble guy. Uh, uh, so, so for, um, because he's not going to say it himself, um, he, he won the season two, uh, as far as I'm aware. And, um, bro, can you can you jump in there and, and explain to those people that aren't familiar with the show what, what it's all about? Yeah, so basically Survivor is um, a game where um, the format is a bunch of people who goes onto the island and uh, they're in, a, in two tribes and they basically battle it out and the losing tribe will go to a tribal council and they vote out someone out and it's by unanimous vote and it just keeps going until there's only about two people left and then they um, battle it out to try and plead to their jury and hopefully um, win that prize, which is, you know, a big prize. Um, but yeah, tough, tough, tough game. Lies yeah. and deceptions all over the place happening, yep. and yep. Um, but yeah, it's a, a tr tricky strategic game kind of thing. Yeah, wow, that's that's awesome, man. And, and honestly, um, like I said earlier, like we're pretty stoked to have you on. Um, not not only because you've been on Survival, but um, pretty much because you're you're willing to jump on and just be real and, and honest um, uh, about your journey. And um, I know we can probably elaborate more on that whole journey. Um, in, in a sec, but whereabouts in New Zealand were you brought up? Um, so I grew up in Auckland, um, in Birkenhead. Um, yeah. Everyone calls them Beach Haven the Hood, but um, yeah. um, but no, it was good. All of my mates were pretty cool. Um, I grew up with a few, like a lot of my mates were Islanders as well, so it's yeah. like um, that love being hoary, like I represent <laughs> that. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's probably why, like, when I went to Australia and everyone would always be like, mocking me with my um you know stubbies and like socks with my jandals they'd be like what are you wearing like what is the who you'd always be like what are those but you know like i, I love it yeah oh man that's so cool and um so did you, you you went school out there and then so what what happened after you went to school like what like how did how did you end up in australia 
Yeah, so um, I'm like I'm a massive fan of like personal growth, eh? And like I love my little suburb in in Birkenhead, but um, I think after finishing uni, I was like, oh man, it's so awesome. I'm content with my life. I got I got a pretty cool church. I got awesome friends. Yeah. But I just felt like I wasn't growing, and um, I was like in the small bubble, and I knew that there's you know they say that um for you to grow like a small fish in in a, in a big pond is like it's awesome you can you need to go into that but i yeah. felt like there was a whole ocean out there and so yes. when i had crossed to australia i got a job with Qantas and and then i started flying internationally and i started seeing more of the world and yeah. the sky became like my limit to be honest and that was like wow that's this is what it really is like the whole world's my oyster now and yeah. um and then things came after that and yeah. things like survivor had happened and and for me those are the things that really you know i i suppose like i learned so much about myself and yeah. um uh, yeah massive massive like learning curve in, in in my in my way of like understanding people's values and yeah. and and understanding a lot by myself and yeah. um just yeah it was it, it's been a massive ride the last couple of years to be honest yeah. wow that's mean man um and, and and kudos to you for for putting yourself out there um yeah. not, only, not only in your work um you know through through flying but also, um, you know, putting yourself out there, like like jumping on the show as well. So, um, can can you talk a little bit about uh, like what what were you thinking, or where where were you at in life when you decided, man, I want to jump on the show? Um, oh, I was like, it was so funny because I was thinking when I rocked up, uh, I was at a point where I was like, man, I need to be challenged, man. Like, yeah. It was awesome that I was doing like my career and everything, but I'm one of those people who gets really like, I guess, bored and yeah. I like to always be on the go and I like to always want to do something different. And I was only working for Qantas for like a year and I was already at that point where I was like itching for something yeah. like, that would challenge me. Yeah. I guess that's just me. I think I grew up with a lot of people who, who loved being goal oriented and I was like, Oh, that's me. And then when I got into survivor, I had applied for it and I was like, man, this could be it. Um, but the coolest thing about it was when I got in, I never expected anything like I better win this. I just was like yeah. grateful for everything that came um, past day one. So, yeah. yeah, so I just enjoyed and embraced every single minute of it, to be honest. Yeah. So, so you, you jump on the show. Um, oh, let, let, let's talk about like leading up to the show. Um, you get accepted um like what happened did you get a call or how did all that play out oh yeah so um it's so funny bro like so basically how casting works is a funny little thing they kind of um want to have a small snippet of how you're going to add to their show yep. and they kind of need to have characters yeah and so i kind of knew that i need to bring something to the table mm -hmm. and um i I couldn't just talk about my like church and life. That's a huge part of my life back in New Zealand. I needed to give them a bit like spicy and extra. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I go to church. Um, and um, I was heavily involved with my youth and everything. Um, but I know survivors are all about lies and deception. So I don't want to be the typical Christian that you, you get me on the show. I want to be the, the, 
devil Christian. <laughs> and they were like, hey? <laughs> and they were, I was like, yeah. Um, and they were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, I couldn't care less if I trip an old lady. <laughs> like, for that million bucks. And, yeah, and yeah. they were like, what? But, um, yeah, so that's what they get, that they kind of had like an eyebrow right there. And I think that yep. was when they, that, that gave me a, a, like a chance to get on the show. And I think that's how it kind of works. And then they gave yep. me a call when I was in LA and they were like, do you, are you going to be what you said you're going to be? And I was like, yeah. Like, yep. Okay, you're flying to, to, to Samoa. And I was like, oh, shoot, that, we were going to do it. And they're like, yeah. Yep. And I've never been to Samoa. So that's yep. pretty cool. Wow. So, so you, you get onto the show. And then, like, what what happens next? Like, so did you? So you obviously took time off work and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, obviously it took about. I needed to take about two months off because it takes wow. fifty five days if you yeah. make it to the end. Otherwise, if you get eliminated, then you just go straight home. So yeah. I could have easily taken. I knew that I was taking two months off, leave yeah. without pay knowing oh, oh, that yeah. I could get voted out on like day two or something like that and wasted all that time. Like, damn it, I could come home broke. Yeah. But, um, but again, I, like I said, I, I, when I was applying for it, I knew that I was um, there to just embrace every day. If I got an extra day that I was there, super happy. So that's how I kind of had put my min, like mentality into yeah. it. So just, just pretty much like having no real expectation, just kind of, you know, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're you're already on the show, you know, so. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. And, I, and they said that it was, it was about like 23,000 applied in Australia. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. there's little me who's come from a small suburb in New Zealand. Yeah. And I got chosen. So the way I looked at it was, whoa, yeah. like they see something special in me. And that's yeah. how I looked at it. Yeah. That's cool, bro. So so now, now you're on the show, um, you know, let's 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 maybe talk about um like where you were at like i guess mentally during the show like what 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 was going through your mind like were you still like the person that came into it um mm. you know the same attitude or did things change or develop as things happened um it's so crazy eh? because um i mean we, we we're here on this platform to talk about you know uh mental health and people's well-being and how I came about with it is like super interesting because for someone like me who grew up with, you know, a, you know, good set of friends who were pretty, had good values and everything and um, pretty extrovert myself. Um, I didn't ever go through any like depression or anything that was so chronic where um, I had, grieved for too long so you know i've had times where i was upset but never to a point where i ever thought that i had mental illness or a mental issue or anything like that um so if i'm being honest yeah like i'll put my hand up now i'm real i could i'm uh, like guilty as charged one of those people on the other side of the fence who didn't believe um mental health was ever a real thing um and um, I think to this day, there are so many people out there that really don't believe um, mental illness is still real. Like for people, yeah. they think that it's like you just need to harden up. It's just yeah. it's just a, a sense of weakness. Um, and so when I came into the show, um, I had this. I I like I really believe like you know as I was going through my personal growth and everything, it was just someone who I 
I came in there with a great mentality and I thought this is a perfect time for me to apply for a show where anything that attacks me, uh, I, I did feel like I had um, a strong mental um, fortitude that's going to get me to the end of the game. And I really believe that that aspect was what got, that won me the game. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I'm so thankful for that, but it's also something that was built. Like I felt like my mental fortitude and my, you know, my melt, mental well-being yeah. um, wasn't just like handed to me when I was born. I honestly believe like the last couple of years before that, the reason why I applied for the show is because I worked so hard to be able to train my body and exercise my mental well-being um, to get to where it was. Things like, you know, um, self-management and things like that and, and, and being able to be, to be able to see the external things that goes, you know, that you have no control over to not yeah. let it affect you. And in Survivor, it's very much like that. There's so many things you just can't control. Um, but if you can control yourself and how to respond to those things like that um, was huge. And so, yeah, so I came into there pretty much with a strong uh, mental fortitude. Um, but on another hand, I didn't, I really did at that time, I didn't believe um, things like mental illness and, and, and um, depression was a big, big thing until only probably like two years ago. And that's why to this day now I'm a massive advocate for it. Man, that's, that's so cool. Like I, I, I love how the way you put it because I, I think it's, it's something that's important for, for people to understand that, uh, you know, that everybody's going to have their own perception um, when it comes to mental wellbeing and, 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 and mental health. At the same time, like on the flip side, I think that a lot of people just don't know what it looks like because mm. for me, like in general, like it wasn't until I was in my 20s or early 20s that I found out what depression was, um, suicide, um, you know, all these um, mental illnesses and, and, you know, mental health. Like I, I don't know until I was 20, man, you know, so like because, you know, the way I grew up, like I'm like you, I, I grew up in the church. I grew up. Um, you know, with all the stuff around me, but not once did, um, you know, things like mental well-being, mental health, that kind of stuff ever come into the fold. It was all about, mm. I think it was more about physical health and, and physical mm. well-being. You know, it's like train hard, play hard, and just mm. be hard, you know. And, um, you know, you, 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 you get into trouble, you get a hiding, and then they tell you, <laughs> they, 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 they tell you not to cry, um, you know, and they, and they tell you, like, you know, all these things and, and I crack up about it today but at the same time it's like they train you up for the wrong things and and like mm. you're saying uh, before you went on the show the the mental side of things like you knew where your strengths were and you kind of had that um, on lock but can you can you like talk about um, like the realities of like, okay, cool. Like I'm going in with this and then boom, like when you hit your first, um, I guess hurdle, like how did you kind of react or what did you, what was the self-talk like um, when you hit that first bump in the road? Yeah. Um, probably the biggest one was um, there was a cyclone that had hit yeah. Samoa <laughs> and it was like the first week, day seven or something like that. And uh, you saw 
everyone's wall break down. Hey, like you saw it, like everyone was exposed. It was a, it was a storm that no one could control. Mm. And, and you saw people kind of break down because they were cold. Um, you know, you legit had to build your own, you know, um, shelter and, our shelter was just seeping rain, man. <laughs> like, and and everyone just blamed each other. Hey, it was it was pretty interesting because we were like, oh, we should have built this before. We should have prioritized this. Yeah. Um, and you saw people kind of like attacking each other, and 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 it was for the fact that it was this storm that no one could, you know, handle. Um, yeah. And my for me, I, I obviously started shaking. My body started shaking. I think I saw my um, my fingers start to turn to like wrinkles and everything. So yeah, like it, it really kind of shut down. And I think I was getting to the point where I was shaking that um, people had to huddle over me, but my mental strength was still there as yeah. in, I, yeah, I was, I was cold and I was um, kind of like shriveling up, but my mentality yeah. wasn't shriveling up. It was still yeah. strong as a like, yeah. And that was my cornerstone. And I always kind of just had to, let that be my vehicle to get me to yeah. the end um, wow. and yeah that and and it was i guess like that was my most powerful tool i knew i wasn't yeah. the strongest yeah. there was people that was the size of you mate like they were like <laughs> like legit they would clobber me in like the one-on-one -on -one challenges but i knew that again it was about how you can strategize your yeah. way um, around them and being able yeah. to use your strengths yeah. and definitely my mental strength was always there and I and yeah. um, probably the biggest evidence was um, endurance challenges I yeah. killed it in endurance yeah. challenge not to brag but that was the only <laughs> thing I was good at like because yeah. it was all about like um, chugging through pain and I was like yeah. I, I, I can sit here all day and 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 it's just physical but it was all about the mentality that was going to push you through to the, to the, to the last like second, you know? Yeah. Bro, that's, that's, that's so cool, man. Like to, to hear all of that. And um, like something that just popped to mind um, while you're talking earlier was um, like for you, like, because you always kind of um, distanced yourself or kind of pushed yourself away from like mental well-being or, or mental health um did you ever have anybody like close to you or around you um that you could see firsthand that that, that was struggling or, or you know yeah give you a picture of what a mental like illness looked like yeah so like i said before like for me for i because i never experienced you know a chronic depression in my yeah. own life yeah um i never knew what it looked like and 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 like my eyes hadn't been open to that for for like till only about maybe two years ago yeah and and you think it's just for ages you know i always thought it's not real for for, for when i was in school like a little over 10 years ago depression yeah. meant oh it's those emos you know yeah. just like when yeah. you go it's like oh it's the little emos that yeah. like they just want attention and everything because you grow yeah. up with all of these um like stereotypes and and you don't want to be um associated to the word depression or depressed yeah. or something yeah. because that's like that wasn't cool and yeah. um and you wouldn't so you wouldn't say, oh, that email is unique. No, yeah. you would say he was depressed. And because even things like unique or 
um, underdog, that's got tones of like, you know, where you want to root for them. But it's yeah. like, they didn't even, they weren't called that. They were called the outcasted, depressed yeah. guy who um, would would just want attention. And and that's how I was like always looking at it for ages. And even to like maybe only two years ago until um, one of my, my brothers um, got so unwell yeah. that ambulance was involved um, and um, just you got to the point where you're like, this is it. And when it hits close to home, that's when you know that's real. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was a big opener for me. And for ages, I didn't, I, I, I couldn't handle it. And I, and I got so upset at myself because for someone like me who I, who, who fully thought that I was really good at self-awareness, especially on a show like Survivor, where you, you, you always constantly know all the external factors around you for yeah. me to not see that in my own home, that was hard. I was like, Wow, I don't. I didn't even know my brother. Yeah. That was hard for me. And 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 that's and that's definitely um, you know nothing on you. Uh, I guess it's like something that's pretty common to me. Um, you know, go to a lot of uh, meetings and you go to a lot of places where uh, mental illnesses have been real bad, um, not only in mm. the family but within the community. And I guess for me, like my biggest thing that I always say is like, you know for a lot of people that um, do suffer from a mental illness or have gone through suicide, one of the biggest battles um, that, that I kind of put out there is that, you know, you can kind of have, how, how can you have all these people around you, um, but yet still feel so alone, you know, and, that, and that's, 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 that's something that I kind of always um, put out to people. And I say like, it's on us, like, to create an environment um, for people for people to um, know that hey man if you're having a shit time at the moment uh, you can you can talk to me you can you can reach out because the the reality is like uh, it's it's pretty hard to like ask for help you know and and everywhere you go it's like oh man reach out man if you're having a bad time mm. bro reach out reach out reach out but it's like if if this is like happening within your your home they're not reaching out to you and you you supposedly think man i thought we're like tight you know like bro how did how did that make you feel yeah like that was that was a, i think that was the most puzzling part throughout the whole thing because i felt like you know as like your brother um yeah. you should be able to at least know them more than other people or have the ability to see the signs yeah. And because again, that was my that was firsthand for me. I've never experienced. I just again, like I grew up just thinking, um, well, you can you can teach yourself to like how I have stretched and trained my 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 brain to be able to have resilience and all of these yeah. things like that. Um, yeah. I just thought, you know, he just hasn't, you know, taught himself all of these like little yeah. skills. But then it was it was so much more like complex in that and then yeah. I was just like I got to the point where I was like man this was this is so hard and I and for for a while I took it upon myself because I I didn't know what to do I couldn't I couldn't feel like anything I was trying to do I couldn't help yeah. um and anyone I felt like 
he wanted to reach to, it was anyone but his closest people, yeah. which was so weird. Cause I was like, what? But then I guess like, I guess I was, I was learning as well throughout this whole thing that people's coping mechanism does, isn't as the same as yours. Yeah. So yeah, I just had to kind of step back and just let it, um, and that was the hardest one too, because I was going, I don't want to step back because if I step back, does that mean that I, I, and, and for me who, who was in a show where, you know, I can control a few things and, but, but there was a few things where I feel like I needed to control, even though it was outside of my yeah. power, like, Jeez. especially this where like someone's life is on the hand that, you know, life is on the line here. And I'm like, yeah. I need to do something about it. I need yeah. to do something, but. Um, actually it wasn't helping. So, yes. um, yeah, it was very hard for me to step back. Yeah. That was, that was probably the thing. And man, that, that, that would have eaten you up so much, you know, in terms mm. of like, man, I, sh I should be helping, but mm. everything, I'm, everything I'm doing is, is not helping. And, and I, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's such a common thing because like, to be honest, like a lot of people, uh, you know, when they get into that situation, just like you were, like they always say like the wrong things and, and that's like a common thing that you get back. Yeah. You know, people are like, you know, for example, like I, I shared this plenty of times and, and I say, you know, people used to say to me, Oh, think about your family. But like most of my um, issues um, came from there, you know? So I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, you're telling me the thing about them. Like that's where it all started. Like I'm yeah. right. You know, you need to get out of here, you know? And yeah, and, I guess people say like the darnest things um, in that situation and kind of like, when did you realize that man, like actually like I'm not helping here or when did you realize to like pull back? Like, was there any signs or signals or? Yeah. Um, it was when every, no, I always gave the, the um, option for them to, for my brother to be able to say, Hey, um, you can always come to me or whatever and tell me anything, but it just never, never yeah. came. Like yeah. that, that time never, ever came. Yeah. But yet yeah. he was um, sharing his emotions to say his teacher. And, and okay. I would find that out through, through yeah. the principal or yeah. um, just little things like that. And at that time I was, the, I was his um, like guardian. So it yeah. was just me, my my little brother and yeah. um, my other brother. So I was basically sole guardian throughout this whole thing. Um, yeah. and, and, and for me to be this guardian and not be able to be the one that's like yeah. taking responsibility, but then yeah. he was able to share to his school teacher um, yeah. or his friend. Mm -hmm. That's when I started realizing I'm not that person. Yeah. And everyone has a person for someone. And, yeah. um, and I, I think I got to that point where I said, I guess it's a, like, it's it's okay that I'm not his person. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bro, and, and, and that's so cool that you say that because, like, I think so many people get into that position. I'm um, just like what you're saying. Like, you could be the sole guardian, or you could be the like in your mind, you think you're the closest person to them, and and then reality hits and you're not. But then, like, coming to that realization that, hey, it's okay, you're not that person. You know, mm -hmm. like you still have a place here, but it's not that place, you know, and mm -hmm. it's something that I encourage because I, I think it's something that comes up with um, a lot of parents, you know, like, because 
we obviously deal with a lot of young people and then parents will call me up and they'll be like, oh, my kid's not talking to me. Like, mm. you know, like I think something's wrong or whatever. Mm. And, and, and I, I think they're keeping secrets. And, mm. and then I'm like, did you, did you tell your, um, did you tell your kid every little dirty little secret, you know, every little thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? And, then, and then they're like, well, obviously not. And I'm like, well, so you know, don't expect them to um, do something that you haven't practiced yourself, you know? So it's like, it's, it's kind of like that um, crossroads of like, I want to be that person, but I'm not. And I yeah. think that you hearing that you weren't that person, but you understood that you weren't, you, mm. you kind of allowed those people to come into the fold. And I mean, for anyone that's listening and, and, and watching, I, I want you guys to know that if, if you are trying to support someone or uh, maybe your parent and, and your kid's not t- communicating to you, it's cool to know that uh, maybe they have an auntie or uncle or even the next door neighbor or whoever that they constantly talk to. It's cool that they have that person, you know, cause you're not going to be that person. Like, I mean, me as a dad, I know that like my, my kids aren't always going to come to me, but I know mm. that, I know that I say to them, Hey, you know, if you want to talk to your auntie or your uncle or whoever, then go for it like because i know that you're going to be safe there you know yeah and and when you're ready i'll be here and i think that was i mean the word safe is probably you know um right on the money there because i feel like um when they are in that space of you know safety they can be as vulnerable as they can be and sharing everything that is like you know the darkest thoughts in their head and and yeah. i guess perhaps i wasn't that person but i but to see that there was all these um integral people in his life yeah. um that i didn't even know of but he was yeah. sharing them far more i was yeah. like they are his people and i gotta let that be yeah. that yeah. and and it, it was that moment where i started going man like m- Mental illness is so real, like, and it became really apparent yeah. and to me for the first time in like all my life. And that's, I started to honestly, like, I went through like this crazy like West World type of thing where I was like, holy, I'm like questioning everything that I learned about, you know, what my parents told me and everything, and yeah. um, even the traditions, and you know, especially, you know. Um, my parents even, you know, who, who, who don't believe as much that um, uh, mental illness is a real thing. They just go, yeah. oh, you know, toughen up or something like that, you know. Um, it was crazy for me to rewire my brain and yeah. actually go, well, this is right in front of me and yeah. my little brother's going through this. Yeah. Um, and that's when I decided, I think, um, to, with the platform, the small platform that I have, decided to um, attend a few um, foundations that, that, that really supported mental illness and especially in, in, in teenagers, I think yeah. that's a really big one. Um, but also in men, like yeah. um, just, I think, I guess personally seeing my brother, like any, yeah. like he's a dude and, and he's quite a more, um, yeah. he's quite closed. He doesn't yeah. share much about his um, feelings. I started to think to myself, man, like stats. I don't know in New Zealand, but I think maybe like two thirds of yeah. of su- of suicide is like men, yeah, or something like that. Something crazy. Like yeah. I can't, know, I don't know the numbers, but it's insane. 
Um, and and I, I always wondered why. I always go, why is it with men? And, yeah. and you kind of go, well, I guess like men doesn't share much about their emotions as much, yeah. but that doesn't mean they're in pain, like, you know? Yeah, and, um, and, and you're, you're, you're bang on there, you know, like um, that's so important, you know, like uh, in New Zealand, over 70% of all suicides wow. are, are men. You know, and um, which is which is a crazy and um, number. crazy number, and and man, it's you know it, it breaks me all the time because you know, like I believe the solution is so simple, but yet uh, executing it is so hard. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I, I talk to men constantly and, and and young men all the time, and you know, for for me, I think the hardest thing for them is is obviously like you were saying you grow up in an environment where, uh, you know, those things aren't talked of or they're kind of like the opposites talked about, you know, it's like, nah, just get over it and just toughen up, suck it up. And everywhere you go, like growing up as a male or as a, as a, as a man, even like in, in the sporting arenas and, and things like that, everything is all about win, win, win. Like you're strong. You can do this, like all this stuff, like, you know, and so when you do have like a little bit of a setback, you're like, this is not meant to happen. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, yeah. so now you're just like mentally like stuffed yourself because like everything that you've learned, just like you're saying, you've been wired for all of that to go ahead. That Yeah, and exactly. And especially when you're in a... um when you're when you when you have worked your way up to get to where yeah. you are um especially at a point where even back when you were very little you get asked oh what do you want to do what do you want to be when you grow up you know yeah. and um people say oh i want to be a pilot or something you work yeah. years and years for it and then there's a setback like you say or or, or it doesn't go the way you planned but because of those years of hard work but then also the, the pressure of all these people that assumed that you were going to be that, um, yeah. there's that social pressure going, oh, my son is going to be a blah, blah, or, or <laughs> he's going to be a doctor and stuff. And, and yeah. you've now attached yourself to, to this label that you're going to be this doctor or this yeah. um, you know, rugby player or basketball player. And, um, and that's what I wanted to make sure that when I came out of Survivor, yeah. I was able to have the ability to differentiate um, like my this title the survivor title or even my career title versus who i am and that's the biggest difference um that was a big 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 um point for me because to differentiate those two um is is a thing where a lot of people struggle with identity loss or or um um thinking oh this is going to be me but then there's a setback and um, they go, oh, well, if I'm not a doctor, what am I going to be now? And then they go through this really dark hole because they don't know who they are. They don't even know what to do with their life. Um, or like all the survivor thing where, um, oh, Jericho's a survivor. If I had, if I literally had held on to that and I was always going to be Jericho the survivor guy, went yeah. to all stars, second person boot, like, <laughs> like, and then all of these people going, oh, he was supposed to be a winner and now he's like a loser, you know, like that, those attacks or those like little, little mini criticisms yeah. could have taken deeper, but it, but, but because yeah. I know who I am and I was always Jericho before the survivor title, yeah. um, I can come to that safe place. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but there aren't there aren't people who d who who have the ability to to get to that spot, and sometimes they blur um, who they are and their identity through labels. You know. Yeah. 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 Bro, that's 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 crazy that you um, talk about that because it's it's something that's so common and, and so relevant, especially um, you know being being on a um, on a show like Survivor, um, you know, and then winning, and then like what what kind of um, battles did you have after winning? Because like I guess when, when I talk to people that have been on shows, um, you know, before, you know, I compare it to almost like you know, like you're at the pinnacle of your career, like. Mm -hmm. if, if I'm talking like in a sports sense, like you're at the pinnacle of your career, you go out on top and then eventually like the buzz wears off. Like you're so used to like this and then now it's like, okay, it's back to normal now or like just get on with, get on with yeah. things. What, what happened? Um, yeah, like it's funny to, to have experienced something, such a big win and so much tensions on you, hey, um, especially yeah. – um, winning it, like the attention is like so much, um, and and it gets to that point where you thought you think to yourself, oh, this is my new life, yeah, get it, <laughs> like, like you know, you you almost get an ego out of it and stuff, yeah. um, and it's flattering, yeah. but it wears off. Like you're yeah. right, man. It's yeah. like, um, and that's probably the wearing off is probably the part where you need to check yourself and make sure that you don't get to that point where you're still trying to climb for every little like spotlight but it's gone like <laughs> uh that's the thing and yeah so that was probably one of the biggest ones biggest yeah. ones to try and like get through that's the hurdle that i was like oh shoot okay that's happening it's happening now i gotta make sure that i, I i'm okay with it and i like i wanted to make sure but there was a few contestants that i know yeah you know who struggled a lot. Yeah, a lot. well, that's 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 kind of like um, what I wanted to touch on as well because, I mean, you, you know, and, and nowadays, you know, young people, they'll see someone like yourself and, you know, the opportunity that you had, and then you know, like obviously with social media now, like they think it's it's everything, you know, like you get something like this, you get a big win, you know, now you're a big dog and. You know, <laughs> What what they don't understand is like the reality is like just like a sports person, um, any TV personality, um, there eventually comes a time where your time's up or like you're not all, you're not going to be there like you know yeah. you're not going to have that all the time like what's something that you can share like maybe a piece of advice like after you know your big win and 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 going through all of that 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 maybe can can kind of help them because I I know a lot of young people they they think that you know you get like this amount of followers that's yeah that's you, you know? yeah i think um you have to remember who you were before the show or before the sport that yeah. you you go for it and always remember the values and and and, and the people mm. that you had um before it i think yeah. they were the i mean my friends were the greatest people to bring me back to my roots yeah um especially my kiwi mates as soon yep. as like it was awesome like like australia loved me everything i just recently moved and um all of this like attentions on me from from uh, like a country that i've just recently moved to and then i went to go visit um new zealand and uh, my friends 
had picked me up and the first and they, they were like waiting at the two minute car park and because they're quarries they're like um hurry up jericho we're not going to be able to like I'm staying. We don't want to pay for a fee. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and then I was like running with my um my bags, and it just goes to show like these guys, like you know, they and then they they were smacking me in the hand. They're like, we got got fined or whatever, and it just goes to show like my mates. I just they treat me like the same. They yeah. didn't treat me anything differently. They yeah. didn't um, you know, I, I love the banter because they every time I tried it at the time when I was getting all of these promos. Yeah. Obviously, I'd accept them at the time, but yeah. um, my, my mates down the bottom would comment going, Ooh, <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't like good comments. It was always like shitty ones, but it was it was really cool because it humbled me again. You know, yeah. I'm like, OK, great. Not that great. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think that's um, that's such an important um, thing for young people to understand is that it's it's not something that it's a forever thing. But also like being strong in who you are, like understanding um, your identity um, and that if you are kind of caught up in that kind of like life, you probably have to question the people that are around you, you know, and, mm. and like you mentioned, like the best thing for you was that uh, your friends were there at the beginning, you know, they're, they're there in the middle and they're still there now and yeah. you're still the same person. So then regardless of, of, of what happens and and they need to understand that and and you know and, and, and get through that. So, you know, I, I think that's so powerful that, that you share that. So, you know, that they know that even though at all the heights that, that you got to, like you you knew how to be that that person and just be real. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. which is cool because there's so many people out there that struggle now, you know, when, when they get that little bit of um fame or Taste. You know, like, yeah. How do you get off the ground? You know. Yeah, and I think it's important to like never be, never get too blinded by that. Yeah. Because it's all like it's all glitter and 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 show. Um, yeah. um But it's it's something that's, if especially if you weren't in that scene like from yeah. the beginning, um, yeah. it's hard to maintain that. Yeah. Um, especially if you've come from a different background or you've grown up differently. Um, and not on that spotlight. I guess if you yeah. were always, say, a Hollywood star since you were little and that was always a thing, then yeah. But yeah. Um, it, it's a big shock. And, and, and if you yeah. know that the it's one of those things that's temporary and it kind of like goes back to, to normal, you have to be yeah. able to go back to who you were because that yeah. will also be able to get your friends to be able to go, oh, that's Jericho. It's Jericho's still the same, or Jericho's. Yeah. You know how they say things like, um, oh, um, fame, famous life has changed you and stuff. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you want to make yeah. sure you're always back to your yourself, yeah. and and yeah. it's uh, that's why I'm like grateful for them and grateful for um that that I have been able to um, you know, kind of step away from that and yeah. yeah. So have has things like changed for you? Like how did you um like return back to like normal duty, like, you know, obviously um, with work and like, how, mm. how did you even, like, how do you go from wanting the show, you know, and then just go back to normal or like, did it? Yeah. Um, so well, the first time I played, I had one and um, they don't release the show until like maybe two months. But yeah. the first, 
as soon as I got back from Samoa, I gave yeah. myself three days to like yeah. rest, eat up yeah. and everything. Um, and then I went straight to work. Like I oh, gave myself shit. three days, went straight yeah. to work. Yeah. Um, and I think it was super valuable um, making that move because that was the first step for me to go back to normality, even yeah. though I knew I had just won. Mm. So, um, and, and knowing that it was going to get aired later on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's mental, man. So that's um, cool that, yeah. that you're able to do that. Cause I mean, like a lot of people, you know, like I, I think a lot of young people now would have probably just sat back and just, you know, couldn't couldn't wait for it to all come out, you know, so they could start, you know, posting about it or whatnot, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, there's some people that you know um, hope that yeah. this is a stepping stone to get them to another bigger platform or the yeah. next wave of whatever. But yeah. I wasn't gonna bank on that. Like, yeah. and I also, um, I also said to myself that. Um, I worked really hard to get Qantas, like the yeah. job that I um, would like. Um, yeah. I worked hard for it. You know, I, I, I was, um, I had some goals to get to where I wanted to be. And when I got Qantas, I was like, wow, awesome. And I felt like if I didn't go back to my job, yeah, I would devalue everything that I believed was so valuable before. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I made sure that I kept it as valuable as I did as, yeah. as if I wasn't on the show. Yeah. Oh, man. So, like, just jumping back to your your, your brother and, and, and his journey and, and, and you supporting him. So, you know, once once you realised that, you know, that, that support network was there, so what, what role did you start playing after you realised all of that? Um, I, I legit just encouraged him to... Um, see the people that he felt like were the most um, integral, integral yeah. people in his life and yeah. um, share moments when he's struggling yeah. um, and um, to still allow him to know that I was always available. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was, that was purely it and, and, and just encouraged him with normal stuff like yeah. getting him, to to learn how to get a lot learners learners or um, yeah. start driving and things like yeah. that um but from from in terms of like the the mental aspect to to um get better yeah. um i would just i would just let the other people um do their thing because i was i said to him this was the most important thing i said to him i said yeah. um i can't i was like hey, i am your soul guardian but i but i is that I can't be um, all three things that I feel like I'm trying to do, which was trying to be a dad, but I was also yeah. trying to be um, yeah. a brother and I was trying to be his like psychiatrist. Yeah. And I couldn't do yeah. all three, yeah. but I told him, I said, I can't, I, I honestly can't do three, but I can promise you one thing. Yeah. I could be the best brother. Yeah. And if I can do that one thing, that's, yeah. that's, um, I can promise you that, and and I and I, I made um, a, a full on promise to that, and and stuck through it. But yeah. I couldn't promise the other two because that's not my role. Yeah, man, that's that's such a powerful point, you know, um, that 
that you mentioned that and it, it, it's something for um, a lot of us um, to kind of digest and, and understand that you know we can only be the best you know support person that we can be but you know just know where you sit in, in that in that realm as well and it kind of leads yeah. in quite well to what I want to ask next in regards to first thing is can you share a little bit about what was probably what you think were probably the things that you said that didn't help? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I would always say things like, um, um, it, it was almost like commanding him things. Like yeah. um, I would tell him, now nah, if you're going to, if you're going to eat in your room, you, um, then you may as well get out or, or things like you, you have you I was like if you uh, if you're gonna um, um, ask me some favors then you yeah. have to at least um, you know chat with me for half an hour or something or you got to <laughs> share and it was almost like dictating yeah. every yeah. move which was wasn't really helpful and it, it was there was no fruits out of it yeah um, and um, yeah, I and I always oh the worst ones I think and I and I feel really bad because me and him are totally different. Uh, like I think I talk a lot sometimes, way too much. Whereas <laughs> he's a lot more on the other end of the spectrum. He's far more introverted, a lot more timid, um, more shy, um, and because of that, that frustrated me. So <laughs> yeah, I got so frustrated because I'd be like, what the heck, like. Why don't I'd always I always tell him like why don't you just go and like have more friends or things like that and yeah, um, yeah. I would tell him to um, try to be like me and yeah. that's not and now like I realized that it's not him like and I had to like it was very hard for me to be okay with that because I was going well if you if you do this then you'll probably have um, like a stronger you know, mint mentality, like you know, because I would always try and use me as a, yeah, as a, a yeah. but then I was yeah. just like, that's not helping at all, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like putting it more down. And so, yeah. um, anyways, yeah, I was doing it all wrong, so that's why I was like, I'm just gonna step out, <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 some some powerful points that you mentioned there because I think, um, you know, anyone that, that's trying to be there for someone and you you think that man. You gotta listen to me, you know. I know everything's going on, you know. Like, you know, you, you just kind of like, you know. And, and sometimes, like, something that I always say to um, a lot of people is that um, initially, when you do like realize that you are struggling, um, and that you know you're you're having these constant battles, you kind of like the the best thing that you want to hear is more like around the lines of like someone that's been there, you know. Mm kind of live the experience because like I always say I'd rather listen to someone that's been there than someone that's got a piece of paper on the wall and that's and that's, <laughs> not, that's not to discredit anyone that's got quals or anything like that it just means that initially like the biggest hope I'm gonna get like now is to talk to someone that's like been there because now yeah. I can see man like if this guy's been there and he kind of looks like that now or he's there now in, in a better place then that's way more encouraging than um, so you know, much yeah. an, an older brother that's like telling me like you know what I'm doing is completely like 
off, you know, (laughs) and that I should be something else, you know. So, so obviously, once you realize that, can you now touch on like maybe some of the things you said that that worked or you felt like were were the best things to say to him in this time? Yeah. Um. Um. Well, obviously, everything that I had said prior was obviously the the worst things to say and the, the probably the most encouraging ways for for me to to actually say to him was um things like what uh, what what can i do or 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 even just giving my time to him and yeah. showing that like i'm i guess more available or even um allowing allowing him room because yeah. i i didn't honestly probably said anything um to because for me i think the worst thing is that i actually say the wrong things and yeah. the best thing for me was to actually not say anything and um allow the people that was his friends to to basically say the the things that he probably wanted to that was best for him yeah. um but yeah all i the probably the only thing i did say was that um that i could be a best brother and i'll always um yeah just be a best brother but i can't do the other three or the other two yeah no that's cool and so like now that you've been through that journey and um you know you've been through the ups and downs like how how's your brother doing now oh so much better man like it was crazy because it was like a roll like a roller coaster because it'll be like he was okay like a couple of months and then it'll and then it was even worse. And then a couple of months later and you're like, oh yeah, he seems like he's all right now. And then something yeah. else kind of like hit. And then, um, yeah. And then I just realized it's not a, like a quick solution. Like there's no yeah. quick answer to it. And, um, and I'm still learning. I mean, this is fresh yeah. to me, right? This was like yeah. 2018, 2019. Yeah. Um, and, um, this is someone who's coming from a place who didn't experience yeah. in my personal life yeah. and um, always was so um, concentrated on my own um, way of thinking that I had to honestly rewire everything. And even to this yeah. day, I'm still learning. And yeah. um, it's just really um, fascinating to see that it's not like there's so many shades of this like condition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I think it's really cool when people are, st- are starting to use platforms now like this yeah. yourself to actually start sharing it. And yeah. I think more people need to hear about it um, and just share more experience. I think what you said um, before that the the richest thing out of this is is people sharing stories. Yeah. No, amazing man and, and and thank you for sharing like i i think a cool thing about what you said is that understanding that um you know that it, it's still an ongoing learning process and that you're still trying to figure out you know constantly how to better so support him and and support yourself at the same time the second thing i thought that also that you touched on is that you know there's ups and downs and that there's no quick fix and something that I kind of uh, communicate to people quite often is that you know people always ask you know are you ever healed from depression uh, or or any mental illness um, in fact and 
I mean, the, the honest truth is, is, is that you're not, but you just learn how to better manage it. And, and I think that's probably like a good thing about being a good support person is understanding that, okay, uh, you know, he's having a tough time at the moment. So I'm going to slip back into my managing mechanism like mm. in terms of like this is what he appreciates from me during mm. this time you know because he's he's having a bad day now you know so you know maybe it's me making him a cup of tea you know and saying hey, yeah man like i don't know what's going on at the moment but i just want to let you know that you know i'm still here for you got your back you know and just let me know if you if you want to chat or you know, and and that's that's more powerful than um, kind of telling them what to do, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like allowing him to be the best, like version of him, um, which was like the thing that I've started to learn. Like, they might not be things that you know I I, I like doing, but like I know that he loves them or or is passionate about those stuff. Yeah. So like to go out of my way to um to um even highlight how much i want to be part of that you know yeah, yeah. that i think he starts to see as well like oh he's not just dictating life now he yeah. wants to actually embrace the things that yeah. he does he didn't like before um is an important one and, and and i think that's a that's a major that's a major win you know when it comes to uh supporting someone that is um going through uh mental illness is that you know constantly reminding them that like i'm still here you know and um you know yeah. whether you reach out to me or, or one of your mates I'll, I'll still be here you know i've still mm. got your back i love you mm. um and i'm not going anywhere because i guess a lot of people they get into that kind of dimension where they've been pushed away so much that they're just like, oh, you're sweet. Yeah. But yeah, that's so true though. Like it, it when like for something like that, that's like a big shock for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's so hard to, to be able to get your head around it. And, yeah. um, those things can push people. Hey, like, because they don't understand it and anything that's a mystery or an unknown, mm-hmm. um, it's people don't like, you know, tend to not like or get associated to that. So people push that away. Um, and, and it, and I've seen it time and time again, like where people get pushed away because it's not favorable or it's unpleasant. Um, so like, Oh, we can't be around that because that's not like, we don't know how to deal with that stuff. And that's actually really bad. Hey, for like, cause then how are they, how are they even supposed to get, or, you know, get better if, if yeah. they're constantly getting pushed. Um, yeah. And that was an interesting one, learning from that, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I think that's a valid point that you touch on there uh, because because I think, you know, as a support person, you, you kind of think, well, I don't want to say anything because, yeah. like, what happens if what I say, like, triggers something you know more lethal you know and and fatal and you know but what what people don't understand like just like you you were touching on earlier you said that sometimes saying nothing was was the best thing like from from your point of view and i think a lot of people need to kind of understand that you don't always have to say anything like sometimes it's just being there like being in the space yeah yeah and and that's that's way more powerful 
you know, because a lot of times, like, you know, maybe you had a bad day at work, just need a vent about it, you know? Yeah. Hey, man, like, when you're ready, just let me know. I'm ready to listen, you know? I'm not yeah. going to judge you. I'm not going to whatever. Like, just, you just let me know. Like, I'll, I'll go your back, yeah. you know? And, and, and that's, that's, I think, the world we live in. Like, people feel like, you know, they need to um, have all the answers, you know, and like you like you're saying, like you're still learning every day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and and I think when you go into this um, tragedy as well, um, I I notice that there is people who say have gone through it, and they're scared that there's a stigma mm. that they are now holding because oh that's the person who went through that or they yeah. there's just this is crazy memory now that's there but they've recovered but there's yeah. still that stigma and everyone can remember it yeah. and it was horrific it was it was it was all messy um but um yeah so for me it was i was i was trying to understand that i was like how do i make sure that say even my brother for example to to not get to the space where he's thinking oh i was the per- I, I went through this and people are always going to remember me as this and I'm yeah. like, and, and you know, like the, for me, I didn't know what, I know what the right answer yeah. for it. Yeah. Say for that, you know? And, and that, that's cool. You know, and I think it's an even more powerful thing when you say to them, like, bro, I don't actually know, you know, cause, yeah. cause then like, you're not, you're not kind of like, uh, you know, talking yourself up to something that you totally don't understand. And, and mm-hmm. like honesty, you know, like they say, honesty is always the best policy. And even in times like that, where you don't know um, what it looks like or what the answer is, sometimes it's, you just got to be real and just be like, look, I don't actually know. But I mm-hmm. promise you that we can do this together. Like, you know, like if you need to see a counsellor, I'll come with you, you know, yeah. and until, until you're strong enough or ready to do it on your own. Like, man, I'll, I'll come, I'll, I'll got your back. You know, just little mm-hmm. things like that, that kind of sets, um, you know, the right support person up for, you know, for for, for safer environment because yeah. you're just being real. Yeah, man. Um, like, it's huge. And I think, um, you know, they were, I mean, this is a whole other tangent, but um, yeah. they, they, people goes through these moments and, they feel, but because they've been so pushed, they're they're afraid yeah. to even um, meet back with that old friend again because yeah. they're like, oh, they see me differently now. Yeah. They won't accept me anymore. Yeah. Um, and there was even a moment where one time, like a friend, like when a diff- like um, because they don't go to church anymore. They 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 they, they, were, they do their thing that they per- they thought that I perceived them differently now, and yeah, yeah. Um, I think they called me one time. One of their friends had called me one time during COVID, like um, just to catch up, and they yeah. said, "Oh, Riwi's on on just behind me. Um, he wants to say hi, but he's too scared. He, you know, he hasn't heard from me." And I was like, "Put him on." And then, um, <laughs> yeah. and then he didn't go on for ages until he finally got on. He's like, "Oh, hi, Jerry." And I was like, "I was like, oi, listen here, mate." <laughs> and I was like, "Don't you ever, <laughs> ever treat like yeah. like." Go away from me just because, yeah. like, just because you don't go to church anymore does not mean that yeah. you don't stop talking. To, you start like disappearing on me and stop talking to me because I value our friendship as much as I did before. 
Yeah. I'm like, I'll treat you the same. Like, and because, and he goes, oh, he started saying, oh, you still got your hoary laugh. And I said, yeah, I'm still the same. So you should yeah. be the same to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And since then we had like an hour of yarns and like just yeah. chatting. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. I think there's, there's also somebody who goes through this and yeah. they post, post it. Um, they're afraid of the perception of people yeah. and reach back to them yeah. again because they're afraid oh, they might see me differently again. Yeah. yeah. It's because we build up these um, stories, you know, in, in our minds and uh, a lot of it's uh, self-talk and, you know, the, the way, you know, I'll say to people all the time, like you'll never, you'll never let anybody talk to you the way that you speak to yourself, you know, because we, we, we beat ourselves up constantly. You know, and unless you're solid in your in your self-talk and and your self-care, you know, these are normal battles that people go through constantly. And, and obviously, your mate yeah. was just 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 another one. You know, just like oh man, like he'll probably be disappointed that um you know I don't go to church anymore. I you know probably just don't don't even want to talk to me. You know, and all these kind of things. Like you you just build up that story mm. in your mind, thinking oh like you know, and then you. I say to people sometimes you end up talking yourself out of like good things that probably should happen to you, you know, whether it's um, career wise, um, whether it's relationship wise, um, because you're just beating yourself up, you know, mm. and until we can master that whole um, looking after your self talk, um, it's, it's always going to be hard for you um, to, to unlock that. So it's, it's it's something that I can encourage everyone um, that are listening is that you gotta do, you gotta be be kind to yourself first, you know, and yeah. look after yourself first and foremost, and and just so touching true. back, just touching back on, um, you know, you being that support support person for your brother. Like, I understand, you know, with mental illness, um, it's tough for someone that's going through that, but also, like, I I believe that there's also that being that support person as well. Like you, you take a lot of hits, you know, and, and you, mm. you, you become almost like a, like a punching bag. And that's, that's, so that's even, that's even harder than someone that's carrying it. And, and, you know, I say that all the time, like one of the hardest things is, is, is to support um, someone that's going through, through a mental illness because you're constantly getting beat down and like um, what, how, how did how did you keep um like picking yourself up when you just getting like the fend or the or the rejection all the time yeah bro like it's so funny you point that out eh because i i felt that so much i felt like i was trying to do my best everything that i felt like i was doing yeah. was always like thrown back mm -hmm. but then the ones that were getting rewarded were the, you know, the, it's the people that he was vulnerable to and yeah. shared and stuff. So yeah. I just felt like I, um, I couldn't even be of help, but also at the same time when there were times where it was just like disrespectful moments, yeah. it was hard to be able to take that to the chin because I know he's going yeah. through that. But then there were yeah. moments where I felt like, like, taken advantage of as well yeah. um and then and then obviously like things like fees would come through because the ambulance had like been yeah. called up with me not knowing but then you know 
he doesn't know that a thousand dollars just came yeah. through my way and yeah. or like oh yeah by the way the cops like smashed through the doors oh i gotta replace that you know yeah yeah but it was never acknowledged or nothing and mm. but i just took it to the chin because i'm just going like damn like i can't like throw it out i can't just like yeah. spill that on him because he's already got so much to worry yeah. about which is himself you know so i gotta take this but um it was yeah that was the hardest bit and um there was even a point, bro, like being honest, like I probably haven't said anything but to anyone, yeah. but like I got to the point where I think like I broke down and I said, yeah. I love you and I'll always be your best brother and I'm going to continue to be your best brother. Yeah. But um, um, I called up dad to come back to Australia, to Australia um, because I can't be your dad. And yeah. I'm like, I can be your best brother. Um, and the only, the only way I can get you to continue, to, to, I thought I was going to be um, a great help, but the best help is either like you is the the psychologist um, and take you there, or um, um, in dad's home where yeah. you know where he can be the dad because I can't do that. And I yeah. said those were the two options because here you're not getting better and. Um, and I told him, I'm, this is not, uh, there's not a space or a time for me to say that I'm kicking you out. I'm sim this is a, a stepping stone for you to get better. Yeah. And, awesome. and I wanted, to, I wanted him to know that it wasn't a matter of like trying to push him away or kick him yeah. out. It was just because I was like, this is for me. I believe that this is the stepping stone for you to get better. And I'm not, I'm not doing I know I'm not the person to help you for that. Yeah. Those two are. And, mm -hmm. and that was the big, big one for me. And obviously I broke down because I was like, because I really wanted to help him, but I, yeah. I wasn't that. Um, yeah. And, and I said, it's going to be effectively immediately. <laughs> um, yeah. Like it was a, it was a huge one, but it was also a wake up call. I guess like, um, like that, as much as I was a punching bag that also like I had reached a point, someone who had just like, uh, uh, I, I couldn't do it anymore. Like I couldn't take the hits anymore, but at the same time I was as well, a little bit proud of myself cause I didn't, um, I wasn't in that place anymore where I was like telling him or I was telling him off or anything. I was in this really vulnerable stage where, I was that he saw like he because he knows he's oh, I think he's only really seen me ever vulnerable once and that was the first time and I yeah. think it was because he knows that oh Jericho's you know he's just came from Survivor it, you know he's just yeah. he's, he you know he's invincible nothing can be, uh, he's always happy yeah. he's always smiling laughing and then what Jericho's like having a sook like in front yeah. of me yeah. and 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 I think that was I think that was a big eye opener that oh Jericho's not invincible he's having a sook right here yeah. and it's, yeah. he's showing his vulnerability and it shows that this thing is real and he's not trying to kick me out yeah. i think that's i think that was the point where i had a, yeah yeah and and that's so true man you know like um people think that you know there's all these different answers and and all that kind of stuff but you you know that the best thing that you did was acknowledge that you know you you weren't going to be the best kind of you know, person for him to to move forward, 
and that you made those calls and you know everything kind of you know went to a whole new different level and that's not because you couldn't do it it was because you made the call that Sonny had to change and that you're willing to step aside to let others come in and and take those reins you know and and that's sometimes that's the hardest decision because people think oh like just keep trying and trying and trying and it's deteriorating even more and you know just knowing that um you could make that call um and and support them the best way you could and and that was making that that tough decision so uh because i know there's a lot of people out there that uh you know that are going to be tuning in um that are support people for for those that are struggling the most and it's important for people to hear that kind of stuff you know that the more you give in terms of vulnerability then, then the more you'll get back you know you, Look! Look at what happened there in that in that little moment. You know, it, it kind of changed things forever. You know, for 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 you and and for him, and 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 I guess in like and kind of wrapping that all up. So, if you were to um, give yourself like advice going back, you know, to when everything first started. Um, you know, with with your with your brother's um, journey, like what what would you kind of say to yourself to maybe do better so that it it didn't take you this long to figure it all out, kind of thing. Like mm. What what would you say to yourself now to to kind of make it maybe better? I think patience and and um, putting yourself in their shoes. Mm. Um, and remembering your darkest moments yeah. um, and, and, and being able to go, um, this is, this is not, this is a different circumstances and you can't treat it like a normal circumstance. Um, and you, and it's, um, they're, they're at a fragile state and just, yeah, to take your time, man, I think it's yeah. the biggest one. Um, because, um, I think, um, ten, you know, your temper and um, and tolerance can get easily tested in times like this, say. Eh? Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest one. I think my to- my tolerance level at that time was like yeah. so crap. Um, yeah. But day by day, like it's it's the more I'm open, my eyes are open to to this um, and this this um, mental illness. Like it makes me have a you know. Um, a bigger patience for for people all different sizes and, and different severity of it so yeah no, that's awesome man that's a that, that's a powerful uh piece of advice there that um you you just mentioned also on that did you have someone supporting you during that during that whole 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 journey yeah well um well obviously uh, my I took time off from work from that, um, yep. but also um, I had my older brother who um, who is uh, like he's a he's a good lad. He just constantly supports both. Yeah. Um, he's almost like the glue. Um, but yeah, like I think I think just having that, and even I had an I have an awesome group of um, like mentors from my own church. Yep. And they're back in New Zealand. So the coolest thing is that I can hit them up on a, just a phone call away and be like, look, this is it. 
could just pray for me or like just something sim- something simple and and yeah. that to me is like probably um the biggest fuel that i get and that's that's it yeah yeah and the reason why i wanted to ask that is because i wanted to highlight that just because you're supporting someone doesn't mean that you can't get support for yourself because you only correct you know you're only as good as as you are because of um you know you looking out for yourself first and foremost because you can't be at your best if you know if you're not looking out for yourself so no that that's cool that you shared that and and just uh, one last question i think um what what's um a piece of advice that you can give to young people out there um so we'll cover off first um that are struggling and then we'll jump into um a piece of advice for support people um that that are struggling like just like you were so first of all what's a piece of advice that you can give to young people that are struggling yeah uh honestly i reckon you'll um there will be more times you'll fail then you will have one big success and yeah. i think if you can train yourself to be okay with fails yeah. um then you will actually be so much better when it comes to the next failure and i think in life failure comes far more often than 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 wins and i think um the the biggest thing that you know i can possibly say is just to just keep training yourself to to respond better on failures and that they're okay and it's almost that they're, they're, they're normalized um, yeah. yeah that's probably one of the biggest things because for me sometimes a failure is like the end of the world and many yeah. people get to that point and um never ever get never ever get to that point where you feel like you're cornered and you've got nowhere um no 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 movements because i feel like there's always a way out there's always a way out yeah 100% man and what's a piece of advice that you could give to um you know people that are supporting others um mental illness like um, they, they were just in the same position as you. What, what's, what's a bit of advice you can give them to keep either trucking on or, um, you know, to make some tough calls? <laughs> uh, don't do what I did at the beginning of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, biggest advice, probably just um, patience and, and, and um, understanding, to be honest. I think that's... Um, and and not to push your own agenda um because it you can get caught up in pushing them to what you want them to do and i think that's it doesn't help eh? like uh you think that what what you think is the right thing and actually that doesn't work out because sometimes you get caught up in going yeah yeah, i know better because i'm in a healthier state than you so i know better but that's actually a wrong way of thinking it eh? like yeah. you're not the man <laughs> if anything you're probably saying the wrong things yeah. so yeah. yeah just take time and, and be careful um jumping into um trying to give solutions um yeah um yeah no that that's cool man and um and and, and wrapping up in that is is there any final like words you you kind of want to share before before we wrap up um honestly um hit up i am hope on insta <laughs> um legit like give them a like also follow them um and support them um because this 
lad here is an amazing advocate for it. I think um, the fact that he's being a voice for many men um, who are silenced because of the things that they're going through, um, I think it's so important that um, you can continue to, um, you know, motivate um, people like him and encourage others to be like this guy because the more you have people like him, it's I think um, this will spread and it will become like a normalized thing instead of like a stigma that's, that, that sometimes people think it is. Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. I uh, tr- truly appreciate your your kind words. And um, on on that note, man, um, you know, from from myself and and the team here, at I'm hope, man, we truly appreciate you um, taking time out of your busy schedule to jump on and and share. Um, thank you for being real, um, raw, and honest, um, and and obviously giving advice um, where 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 it's due because. Um, you know, like you said, through all the struggles um, that you went through, um, and not only um, yourself, but mainly supporting your brother, I think it's it's amazing what you're doing and and still doing. So um, keep keep doing that, man, and keep flying the flag for 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 us um, in the mental health realm. And um, we truly appreciate you, man, and um, wish you well um, in, in your future endeavors. And hopefully, um, we'll see more of you either on the screen or in the air. So um, take Hope care teaser, man. And, um, and and keep doing your thing. And, and anyone else out there that, that is struggling, uh, please, um, you know, there's going to be helplines at the end of this uh, episode. Uh, make sure you uh, either contact them. Um, we, we will be putting up uh, Jerry's um, handles in that um, on on this episode as well. So if you do want to drop him a line, um, have any questions, I'm pretty sure he, he'll be more than happy to help you out. But other than that, other than that um, same as always, um, the key to life is hope. Um, keep being that hope, um, not only um, for yourself, but also for your loved ones and your community. Um, so good evening and take care. Thanks, guys. To make music for a living And travel the world and go places that I thought I wouldn't I take my family and my kids with me Cause everyday I might be busy